0: What's up, everybody? Back with the Bears Over Beers. Quick hitter here. I pulled EJ Snyder away from bootleg just for a few minutes. Give him an opportunity to stand up, walk around, crack a, a, a beverage, just, you know, get away from the 28 straight hours of live streaming that you've done over there. Uh, <laughs> and we are here to talk about the newest Chicago Bear, Dominique Robinson, defensive end out of Miami, of Ohio. And I know you are psyched about this one. I am. I'm
1: really excited about this. This is this is a great pick. Uh, just happened a few minutes ago, and uh, when it popped up on the screen, definitely definitely a sharp cheer. You'll be able to see that on the bootleg live stream if you watch the replay. Uh, you know, both arms in the air, kind of a thing. Dominic Robinson, defensive end, Miami of Ohio, played with Sterling Weatherford. There was a Senior Bowl ad. Um, big guy, uh, 6'5", 253, uh, has better bend at that uh, height, uh, than a lot of guys in this class. And it's just a testament to the class that there are effective edge rushers. And that's exactly what I think Dominique Robinson can be in the middle of the fifth, almost the end of the fifth. Um, that's not typical, as you know, edge rushers go off the board fairly quickly. Um, and by the time you usually get into the fourth or fifth round, typically in a draft, um, edge rushers you're just you're just betting on traits and hoping something will happen that's not dominic robinson he's actually a guy that rushes with a plan um hand use is pretty good can certainly get better but like i said has some bend has some speed has some good reps at the senior bowl against some of the top uh, offensive linemen in the country um really is going to come in i think he's probably going to sit at right behind robert quinn Travis Gibson on the other side. He could rotate side to side. He did that at Miami of Ohio. But really, this is preparation for when Quinn moves on, potentially after his contract's up, um, having another young rusher that can produce some edge pressure in the Bears' defense.
0: Yeah. For those of you that are watching us on the live stream or, or taking a look at this video afterwards, um, I have the relative athletic score up from our friend Math Bomb. Uh, Kent, you know, quickly, quickly getting these out, uh, showing the Bears logo uh, on on this uh, relative athletic score. And it is just filled with green. Um, this guy just pops off the chart with his testing numbers. Um, it, you know, the, these are very enviable athletic numbers that, that he was able to put up. And like you say, kind of a surprise that he was available this late with just this raw athletic talent. Um, what could be the reason for that? Just small school or, or just like you say, just depth of the class.
1: It's depth of the class. It's numbers. We're still in a position where uh, I made a list last night before I went to bed of best available players uh, for day three uh, Robinson was my edge. Number two, uh, on that, uh, Michael Clemens, the guy that went to the jets pretty early in the fourth round, uh, was my number one and Robinson was right after that. Uh, it, and Tyreek Smith was my third one. And he went a little bit earlier to the Seahawks. All of those guys in my estimation are guys that can play like right now they can contribute to your rotation. Um, Clemens might even be a guy that you could you could stand up as a starter, but right now I think all of those guys' role is number two. But they're going to be guys that can come in rotationally and produce sacks as rookies. And it's you know Tyreek Smith was my edge fifteen in this class. Um, they're going to be available because you just can't pick that many edges in five rounds. Again, this is one of the largest classes, draft classes overall. In history, I'm not talking about the size of the individual players. I'm talking about the number of overall players that are uh, available to be drafted. And that's because of the COVID bump and the super senior year. So there are just more guys in it. And, you know, stands to reason there are more guys that can play. But again, edge is one of those, um Edge is one of those positions where typically it runs dry after about oh right. middle of the third round. You're asking that question, like, hey, why is this guy available in the fifth? The guys picked in front of him were also good players. It's not that he skipped or he has a personality thing or maybe an injury. It's just that, you know, they're getting to him because they're 14 edges in, in the middle of the fifth and Dominic Robinson's next. And the bears are lucky.
0: Now I I brought up the relative athletic score already. And, um, it's, this is Ryan Poles' first draft, and we have an opportunity to spend the next few months kind of looking back and trying to examine like what he did in this draft. And there's still plenty of picks to be made. He made a lot of trade downs uh, to try to acquire some more picks. He traded. Can, next year's can we celebrate rounder. about that? Well, I'm. Hey, man, I'm all for it, man. Can every time we can, celebrate about that, every we've time he traded down, I was like, yes. Oh, wait, I got to yes. wait a little longer to talk to EJ. <laughs> it's okay. We we've been begging for this as Bears fans, and. and
1: you know, folks that follow the team and talk about the team, we have said, man, it's just going to be so hard to look at this draft as successful for Chicago if they don't add some picks and they didn't do it up top with their biggest assets. And everybody kind of, I certainly collectively held my breath and was like, well, I guess he's just going to have a big UDFA class. Instead, aggressively today trades down, trades down again. And you know Stacks picks, so I'm I'm just gonna like ring a bell for a second there that Ryan Poles, you know, sort of heard that, knew that, um, and said, yeah, I I want to take more shots in this really deep and varied talented class. I just want more swings, and he t- he finally got him. It was something Ryan Pace very rarely did.
0: And I and I think with those more swings, he's getting an opportunity to fill this roster with a lot of guys that have an opportunity to get playing time. One of my questions early on, it's way too early to make any assessments about Ryan Poles is all about, right? But we're Mm -hmm. five picks into his tenure and all five picks have had relative athletic score cards that are lit up in green, meaning that they're very athletic guys. Are we starting to see enough of a trend here to say Ryan Poles might have a type?
1: Uh, He might. We're definitely going to use this as data to start to build his type. As, as we will with you know other new GMs uh, who are getting their first swings around the league uh, polls is not the only one um, but it's certainly leaning that way if, I, if we were you know an election right now and we were talking about early returns early returns would say if you're athletic you have a chance with the Bears because um, so far you're right the the folks he has picked have all been very very strong. Athletes, in addition to being good football players. Uh, I think the tackle they took right before um, Dominique Robinson uh, was the first player who's like sort of more deeply into his developmental curve and, and, and needs some work still, but was a crazy athlete. Maybe we can just say that the most pure athlete, not athlete football player combination, the guys at the top were all both. So Um, you know, the early answer is yes, I wouldn't bet against it at this point. That wouldn't be smart money. Uh, we'll see as he continues on, uh, whether he, you know, varies outside that envelope and maybe grabs somebody who isn't the greatest athlete, but had some great tape, or if he veers strongly the other direction and goes for folks that just had off the charts, athletic testing, who are, who are still really developmental as players.
0: Now, as the draft answers round six, uh, there's a few picks left. Obviously we'll continue to have a pod for each pick that Ryan Poles makes here on day three, but are there any guys that are kind of standing out like, Hmm, man, if if he's got an opportunity, I'd really like to see that next pick used on.
1: Oh boy, there's a lot and good. Uh, yeah. Just tons of players. And I do want, Polls, despite getting all these extra picks, which is just control at this point, he can say, Come to the Bears. You don't get a chance to negotiate with anybody else as a UDFA. I still want Polls and his staff to hit the UDFA process really, really hard. Like, really hard. Um, because the Bears roster is not great and has a lot of holes. Like you said, a lot of opportunity is the positive way to look at that. Players can come in and play uh, right away. So, you know, but guys on the board that are still there, I don't know if Bull Melton's off the board. I, I think
0: he's still from- there unless he's been off. the okay. Backs, last. Okay. Bo Melton, picks.
1: the receiver yep. from Rutgers, would love to see him added to the Bears rotation. Makai Polk, who's a wide receiver from Mississippi State. Uh, he's a transfer from Cal. He had one year at Mississippi State and put up over a thousand yards in the SEC against all those corners you saw come off the board from, uh, you know, Auburn and Alabama and, uh so Mikai Polk would be a great addition. Uh there's a receiver who I think will actually be a UDFA. I don't think he's gonna get drafted from North Carolina State named Emeka Emezi and or sorry, Imezi. Um and he would be a lot of fun. Uh he didn't test very well, so I I think he might be available for not a pick. Um there's offensive tackles. Uh has Rashid Walker gone yet? <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I've been
0: prepping this one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Penn state tackle Rasheed Walker. I'd love to see him. He had some really good tape against Hutchison. and Ojabo in their game against Michigan, uh, Kellen Deash, the left tackle from Arizona state, super athletic, really good blocker, uh, great run blocker in space. So again, uh, you know, speaking of polls as type, he mentioned in his, uh, press conference earlier, he wanted offensive linemen that were lighter and faster. Yeah. That Dish would fit that profile, but you know, they might not go that way since they already picked a tackle, right? Um, but again, if he wants to stack some depth, like go for it, that's what these picks are for. So, lots and lots of players, and there's inside linebacker depth too. Um, Jeremiah Gemmel's a guy from uh, North Carolina that is pretty good in pass coverage, uh, and again, wouldn't have to play right away. I know the Bears are high on Morrow. Uh, the guy they got from the Raiders. So just a lot of talent that he could stack. There's some tight end depth as well.
0: Tons and tons of players. Awesome stuff, EJ. I'm going to let you get back to bootleg. Um, For those of you that are watching on the live stream, obviously hop back onto bootleg if you weren't already. Appreciate if you chopped and jumped over to to listen to EJ on this one. Jump back over there uh, and listen to him for the rest of the day. Him and Brett are doing a great job over on Bootleg. Um, we'll be having bears podcast through the rest of the day for every single pick. Um, and until then, a- after EJ gets to sleep for a few days, we will, we will then cut a a draft pod. We'll start going through these guys. Um, so we can get a little bit more in depth on each one, but so far, so far in in day three, um, couple of nice picks, uh, and this one is a thumbs up for me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to seeing him in Navy and orange uh and looking forward to seeing what polls does with all the rest of these picks he's grabbed because we we all asked for it and we got what we wanted uh let's see if we can start building that profile out and see what he really likes
0: awesome thanks cj appreciate it thanks everybody for joining us